I'm Holly. And I'm Haley. Welcome to Mountain Mysteries, Tales from Appalachia. messed up yet don't say that you're just being sent mm-hmm. hold on get in position here i was like my hips need to pop and <laughs> oh the hips don't lie okay hips crack <laughs> i don't lie but they do crack oh the hips do crack greetings friends hello it's been a hot minute and by a hot minute i mean one week we're back have you missed us Probably not. Probably not. All right. (laughs) (laughs) But here we are anyway. Nonetheless, we have come back. We are ready to give it to you. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) And for free. Yeah. 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 It's a good deal. (laughs) Heck yeah, it is. Yes, it is. I'm still wrapped in a blanket this week. I know, you brought it down again. Again, I just keep cocooning. I just keep drinking, so... I know, I'm getting just kind of... You'd think I would have remembered socks this time, but I didn't. I, I apologize. It's fine. It's They need to breathe. They need to be freezing. <laughs> they need to be freezing. You need to have cold feet. Cold feet is good. My mother always uses a cold feet, warm heart. Interesting. Cold hands, warm heart. Something like, like that. That means you like you just have poor circulation. <laughs> I, I actually think she does. It's very sad. Oh. oh, poor lady. Anyway, and I acted like she was dead. My you mother. Did. She's still living. She's still living. <laughs> like, yeah. Was, gonna have, I saw her recently. I'm gonna have dinner with her tomorrow night, so I hope she's still alive. Yeah, right. Because you know she's paying. So I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right, y'all. Oh. Are you ready for this story? I don't know. That's really not the answer I'm looking I'm for. I'm nervous because you said it was kind of dark. Well, yeah, but it's not as dark as many of the stories I've done. Okay. So. All right. So we're headed to May of 1987. Okay. Uh, the number one song was With or Without You by U2. <gasps> I love that song. I was going to say, you should know that. I do. Um, on May 19th of that year, Betty White. Oh, Betty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm still mourning her Me loss. Too. Uh, and Johnny Carson were awarded the first ever American Comedy Award. Mm. Uh, greatly deserved. Yes. The number one movie at the box office was Beverly Hills Cop 2, <laughs> um, which is actually a funny yeah. movie, uh, while the number one television series was mm, The Cosby Show. Which, you know, when I was a kid, we, we watched The Cosby Show. It was great. It's just, you know... Some negative connotations there. Yeah, 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 which, anyway. All right, but we are starting off our story in Sackett's Harbor, New York. And I know what you're going to say. Like, wait a minute. Is this really long, Appalachia? Hang on with me because we get there. Okay. But we're starting the story here. Okay. So Sackett's Harbor is about five hours from New York City. This borders Ottawa, Canada. Oh. And it's part of a port town where, you know, Navy boats dock. And it's the area where Fort Drum is. So okay. you will find a lot of Navy men there. Gotcha. Patsy Vineyard 
had just turned 20 years old and was living with her husband, Michael, in New York. This is where he was stationed in the Navy. Patsy was born and raised a Southerner. And guess where she was from, Haley? Where? Knoxville. (gasps) (laughs) Of course. (laughs) One of our favorite places to go. She was from Knoxville, Tennessee. She was actually the first and only member of her family to leave the area. Um, But she was really excited about the prospects of her future, Mm -hmm. excited to be in a different place. Um, So really, she, she had her whole life ahead of her. Nice. In early May of 87, Patsy's husband, Michael, was required to complete um, a two-week tour of duty, basically. Um, And, you know, he was a little worried about leaving her. You know, they hadn't been married that long. They were living in a new place. It wasn't like she had family close by. So, you know, he was like, you know, be okay. And she's like, oh, I'm going to be fine. Just assured him, not a problem. You know, I will see you when you get back. And he says, okay, great. So... When Michael returned home on May 21st, he couldn't find Patsy. So he called friends and no one had seen her. Oh. Yeah. All of her things were still in the house, so didn't pinpoint like, okay, she didn't just up and leave me or decide she was going to run away with someone. She would have taken her things. So it seemed very suspicious. So he immediately went to the police and filed a missing persons report. Um, He also had the horrible task of telling her family back home, hey, she's missing. Oh, no. Yeah. Patsy's family, which included her parents and four siblings, described her as the most loving person anyone would ever want to meet. Hmm. Which also just speaks to, like, sounds like she was very kind and, you know, was her kindness Mm -hmm. misconstrued for something else or was she hurt because of that? So the real question, what happened to Patsy? Yeah. From all accounts, she appeared happy in her marriage, and her husband had an alibi. He was on a fleet with a hundred other Navy crew members. Right. So he wasn't responsible. Right. Did someone know, though, that Patsy was going to be alone? Yeah. Uh, Decided to kidnap her? So this had to have been someone then that would have known her. Maybe she was trusting of that person. Maybe. Patsy had last been seen at a local bar in town. She had been seen talking to a person dressed in a Navy uniform. Over 150 men working in the Navy were questioned about her disappearance. Yeah, that's a lot. That is. Like, I mean, that's thorough. Very, very. But no real leads were found. Mm. And this has you wondering then, was it someone impersonating right. a, a Navy man? Just yeah. Had a uniform. Exactly. And was like, well, maybe this will be a way to, yeah. you know, get her talking to me or talk to women. Several days later, a body matching Patsy's description was found on the shore of Lake Ontario, not far from her home. The body had washed down into Lake Ontario via the Black River. Hmm. It was confirmed to be the body of Patsy Vineyard. An autopsy concluded that Patsy had been strangled to death. It also appeared that she had been sexually assaulted, but being in the water, a lot of evidence had washed away. New York police put all their efforts into finding Patsy's killer, but they weren't able to make any solid links. 
So I'm going to leave it there with Patsy in New York okay. for right now. And let's jump a little bit forward in time to August of 1989. So okay. we're going... You know, a little over two years into the future, and this time we're moving down south. Okay. We're moving down to Traveler's Rest, South Carolina. I know it well. Absolutely. So this area is really close to the border of North and South Carolina. Mm -hmm. Um, Pretty quick to get to from, you know, for us, we've been there quite a bit. Um, Good spot to take a break. Good traveler's rest. That's why they call it a traveler's rest. Exactly. So it's here where we find 42-year-old Velma Faye Gray. And I love that that rhymes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, So Velma was reported missing. Her car had been found on the side of the road, and it appeared um, that it had been wrecked. Hmm. But there was no Velma in sight. So on August 27th, a few days after she had disappeared, her body was found by two fishermen in Lake Bowen, which was not terribly close to where her car had been wrecked. Right. So clearly someone had taken her, hurt her, dumped her body. Her hands had been tied behind her back and it appeared she had been asphyxiated. Oh, oh good. Yeah, no. Again, no real leads uh, into her case could be found, but police initially offered a $1,000 reward and then the 3000 and eventually a $5,000 reward for anyone who had information leading to an arrest in the case. Wow. Nothing had happened at that point. Like, no one had come forward. No, no solid information had been found. Gotcha. Nine months later, in May of 1990... Another lady goes missing, this time in Asheville, North Carolina, about an hour north of Traveler's Rest. Mm -hmm. Her name was Jamie Denise Hurley. She was 39 years old. Jamie worked as a counselor for a juvenile evaluation center and had run a home for troubled teens. Huh. It's not like something you would do. Probably. Yeah. Sounds about right. You love troubled teens. I do. (laughs) One suspect was looked into and found to have known Jamie for a long time. This person was actually living at uh, the home for troubled teens when Jamie was over it several years prior, and he had recently met up with her again. So, of course, police questioned him. Mm -hmm. Jamie's purse was found in the man's van. I hate that. I don't like that either. The man was arrested on larceny because that's what they could get him for, for stealing the purse. I love when they do that. Yeah, like it's something so small. They're like, let's just get him in here and see what happens. Get him talking. Exactly. So he's arrested for stealing the purse along with having no title and car registration. <laughs> you know, that gets the best of us. My insurance payment's coming up soon. It's a whole bunch of money and I'm really not looking forward to it. Let me tell you, when I bought my new car and it came up, I was like, oh my Lord. Yeah. Tax tag, um, all of that just ridiculous. And insurance on a new car is it's ridiculous. Insane. And I do the every six month thing. Me too. So it like hits you hard. Hits you very hard. Mine's coming up in July. Yeah. <gasps> Me too. <gasps> what the heck? Wow. You have so much yeah. in common. <gasps> yeah. It's like we're friends. Kind of. And our car insurance lines up. Oh. Our periods don't sink, but our car insurance payments <laughs> do. I know. We've actually never 
talked uh, about our when we're menstruating together. No. And now we're talking to you about it. You're welcome. Merry Christmas. You're welcome. Yeah. Anyway. And segue. <laughs> All right. Back to this. So he's arrested. The man claimed that, yes, he had stolen the stuff from Jamie. He That's why he had her purse. He took basically the stuff of value, what he wanted, and then he just dumped the rest on the side of the road. Gotcha. Yeah. So there really wasn't any evidence to directly tie this man to Jamie's disappearance. Yeah, he had her purse, but he could have just stolen it at another time, you yeah. know. Maybe she hadn't reported it, you know, who's to say? So, um the man got bail. Basically his grandfather posted the bail on June 6th. So, you know, a couple of weeks later and he was released. Like they just they didn't have enough to hold him over. So flash forward again two months after this, okay? So he's released from jail. And two months later, 21-year-old Catherine Noel Johnson was visiting her family in High Point, North Carolina. Hey. This is Hey, this is about two and a half, three hours from Asheville. Really pretty. Very pretty. Catherine disappears and is later found in the trunk of her own car oh, in a hotel parking no. lot. She had been strangled. There's something about that that just really bothers me. Like her own car. Yeah. Like. I, that really bothers me. Car period. I don't, I don't want to be car. found yeah. in a car. No. Maybe a ditch. <laughs> if I had to pick. <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean. I want to be found in a ditch. <laughs> If no. I had to choose, like, I feel like, I mean, it's out. If somebody would find you pretty quickly, I mean, you wouldn't be just, you know. Well, maybe, but if it's like, you know, you had to ditch, but if it's like, like really wooded or something, it may take well, a I'm while. like a side of the road ditch is kind of where I'm at. Just like trash. It's, I don't care what you do. Please don't kill me, but, you know, <laughs> this troubles me. I just, as long as my so body, I would ways. like my body to be found if I'm, you know. In that predicament. <laughs> here's here's mine. And we've said it before, and I'll say it again. Rose from Titanic. I want to die in my bed. I would throw the diamond in the ocean, die in my bed as an old lady, and, and meet Leonardo DiCaprio in heaven. I mean, this is the plan for me. That also would be a good one. Yeah. So Better than ditch. I don't want to be murdered and thrown in a ditch or a trunk. I want to die an old lady in my bed of natural causes. That is the dream. One to mm, live by. Yeah. I mean, I'm all for like instant heart attack. Yeah. You've said that. Just yeah. Drop dead. Drop dead. No, don't see it coming. Yeah. Just take me out. Naturally. Part of me wants to, to have that goodbye. I'm good. Y'all all know how I feel about you. <laughs> Not really. You don't know how I feel about you? No, perhaps you should write it out in words, uh, darling. So I'll put it in writing and Please. I'll send it to you. Do it with a quill. With a carrier pigeon. <laughs> anyway, that's, that's a, not a pigeon. That, that is a chicken. <laughs> send it with a chicken. Anyway, um, back to this. <laughs> Sorry, I sound really uncomfortable. <laughs> back to this. Okay, so... 
found her in her own car uh, in the trunk in a hotel parking lot. She had been strangled, and it appeared she had been sexually assaulted. Oh, I hate that. So all four of these women had something in common. They were all white females. Mm -hmm. They were all between the ages of 20 and 42. Mm -hmm. They were all very attractive and seemingly pretty vulnerable. Yeah. All of these women, for the most part, had been sexually assaulted, strangled, and or beaten to death. This, you know, is fixed, you know. Right. Throwing this out here, but it takes at least four minutes of heavy pressure on the neck to choke someone to death. That's a long time. It's a lot of, of continued pressure. And like, it, that is, I mean, you have a lot of time to think. Yes. In that, like that, you don't just accidentally strangle. When I hear people oh, say dear. that, like, oh, it was an accident. I'm like, no, that you had four whole minutes. Yes. Or more to change your mind. And, you know, of someone passing out, like getting to the point where they pass out, like, wouldn't that do something to you? Like, oh, oh God, you know, Realize, like, like oh, kind of wow. wake you up a little bit. I don't know. And, and, how personal that is because you have to look at them for the most part. Yeah. I just think that that's a very personal crime. It is really personal and it's very, it's usually sexual. Right. Like there's usually like a sexual component to it. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems like. But yeah, that's just, I mean, you're literally feeling someone stop breathing. Mm-hmm. Like that just oh, turning blue gives and, me the heebie-jeebies. Yeah, I don't like that. Well, and and that is part of a lot of people's sexual fetish is yeah. is like choking someone out. That's terrifying and to me. To me, that is terrifying. To each um, their own. It it's your own thing. Consensually, right? Exactly. Consensually, exactly. Like if that's you and your partner's thing. You have a safe word. Please be you, safe. Exactly, exactly. But that's fine. Do your thing with consenting adults. Exactly. That's all, that's all I ask. That's all any of us ask. Haley's thing is a ditch. So I mean, just. <laughs> no, I don't want to be in a ditch. No, I think about it. There's too many spiders and bugs in there. No, thanks. Mm-mm, can't do them. <laughs> You're dead. <laughs> you are the it. same woman who said that you wanted to have a Viking funeral and be like, you know, tossed yeah, out no there. Spiders and spiders out there. Yeah, but there's other things that could be That's out there. Fine, I don't care about that. <laughs> this literally makes no sense. Listen, I'm this is my funeral. I get to decide. We're not gonna take. This is my death. This is your death. Let me have this. I that sounds like a song. Yeah. Let me have my death. God, it's late. Would you like some special time? No. Just to think, unpack. No. Okay. No. Um. All right. So, the person linked to these crimes clearly had a type. Yes. Right. Yeah. And it almost seemed this seems stalkerish. It does, in a way. But we know that he knew the lady from Asheville and right. had the connection to her somehow, some way. So this brings me to the man who police arrested after receiving a tip from the man's own mother. 
Oh. So I, betrayed by mama. Betrayed by mama. Yeah. But two things I think about, you know, as a parent, like that's a lot to turn in your child. You know what I mean? Say, like, yeah. Because the love that you have for your kid is like so immense. But at the same time, her moral obligation, yeah. you know, that's impressive, though. It is. So mom calls the police and claim that he was responsible for killing Jamie in Asheville, um, that he had admitted that to her and, in fact, either showed her, her or told her where the body was. <gasps> yeah. She also believed that he was tied to the murder of Patsy Vineyard back in New York. Because he had spent some time in the Navy Ooh. in New York during Ooh. that time period. There's yeah. The uniform. Yeah. Police discovered the man uh, at a motel near High Point Ooh. and quickly arrested him. This man was 22 year old Leslie Eugene Warren, a former truck driver. That's younger than me. Yeah. Just think of of all that, you know, he accomplished in that short amount of time. I mean, I'm trying to think about what a disaster I was at 22. And he's yeah. out here, I mean, murdering people. He had big plans, you had know. Big, you know. Big honking ones. I... A lot. I didn't. You know, I was a college graduate at 22. I was just... Me too. Yeah, I was just wanted to make a living. Um, I was a teacher, so I didn't make a big living. <laughs> um, I was working with you when I was 22. Yes. It was kind of a wreck, a little bit. Well, it was a very tough job. Very it was intense. Time. But it's yeah. all right. I had a, had a master's degree. I was yeah. out there doing the thing. I was very impressed by you. Oh, that's nice. I was floundering <laughs> inside. <laughs> No, I was. I presented well. No, I no. I was super impressed by you. All of our colleagues were very impressed by you. So no, no. You know, we're all just surviving. I think it's true. You fake it till you make it. Sometimes you just get by. But yeah, I. He was so young. That's crazy. And here's the thing: is I am planning on. So this is part one. Ooh. It's going to be a series because, like I said, I have stolen from Haley. It's fine. So, in our part two, I'm going to give you the history of this guy. So, a little bit more on his psychology and part of his motive for doing this, and also what was going on in his personal life, his family life, and of course, you know, what happened that got mom uh, willing to call the law on you. Yeah, that's a little crazy. Yeah, and not just that, but uh, when they get him in, he says that uh, there are actually more bodies. (gasps) Yeah. Well, have I never heard this? Yeah, I had actually never heard this this either. I hadn't heard this. Leslie Eugene. Warren. Warren. Yeah. So, anyway, um, I am tempting you with a part two that will be next week. Hey. Yeah. Hey. So please don't miss that. Yeah. And if you guys have any, you know, feedback or you want to tell us how excited you are for part two, feel free and do so by how do they do so, Haley. 
Yeah, so you can uh, <laughs> find us on Facebook, Mountain Mysteries Tales from Appalachia. You can send us an email at mountainmysteries.appalachian uh, at gmail.com. Um, you can find us on Instagram, mountainmysteries.appalachia. And find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash mysteries. Think about that Patreon. It's a good time <clears throat> over there. It's a good time. It's Holly and Haley After Dark, and it is a great way, great, great, great way to get bonus content. Yeah. So if you're like, I ran out of episodes, I, I don't know what to do. I know. I do too. For five, and, $5 a month. And is it true that they can go back and listen to past episodes? For sure. Okay. So yeah. So you can binge all of that. Yeah. So if you want to hear much more from us, check out that Patreon. Check it out. Yep. So this is a little bit of a shorter episode, but um, we've, yeah, if you did both parts in one, it would be like. It would be way too long. It would long. be too long. For what our normal, because we try to keep stuff around like 30 minutes to 45 yeah. minutes just to kind of keep it, you know, like a, a nice little, little, little chunk. drive to work or yeah. a drive back or yeah. nice little. I love a good long podcast, but sometimes, but then it takes me like, you know, three times driving to and from work to listen to like an hour and a half long. And then you forget thing. some. I know. You know so. I like, we're short and we're short and simple over here. Well, we're simple. Yeah, we are actually very tall. I'm not. You're decently tall. Yeah. I'm average. I'm pretty tall. Five five. Um five um seven. Okay. Well you must get your height from your father. I do. Cause I, I believe your mom's shorter than me. <laughs> My mom's five four. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Anyway, Good times. Uh, <laughs> all right, y'all. So, um, we want to give a quick shout out yes. um, to Atlanta, Georgia. Hey, Atlanta, Hotlanta. You have been some of our highest listening population. Yeah. So, thank you so much. We we love you guys in Hotlanta over there. Yes. Which is like even hotter now. I know. Oh my goodness. Oh, Haley, shall we call it a week? I think we should. Uh, we'll see y'all next time. All right. Hold on to your horses because next week is a crazy part two. Can't wait. Bye. <laughs> Bye.